cringe. Okay. No? That's oh, no. all right. Okay, I'm going to start now. And I already started, okay? No. Okay. Let's get it. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to our first official episode. Woo! It's Sonia. Amrit. And Bob. Back at it again. So, for today's episode, we'll be going into depth about astronomers, their job description, main purpose, high school preparations, and lastly, education and training that's needed to become an astronomer. But what are astronomers? Astronomers use the laws of physics and mathematics to understand and learn more about the nature of matter and the energy throughout the universe. Some things included on the list are the sun, moon, planets, stars, and galaxies. On top of all of that, they also create and develop the instruments and techniques needed to observe and collect astronomical data. They apply their knowledge to solve problems in navigation, spaceflight, and satellite communications. Let's talk about that shmoney. The median salary per year is about 97000 The entry-level salary is about 57000 to 74000 per year, which is roughly 28 to 36 per hour. That's actually the pretty good, right? Per, huh? That's actually pretty good, right? Yeah, that's pretty good. That, that's like high-end. Um, the high-end salary per year is about 165000 per year, which is about $80 per hour, which means you make lots of money. Let's go get that okay, bread. But okay, but where can this field take us? A majority of astronomers work in colleges and universities where they research and teach astronomy. So some of them work in observatories, planetariums, and museums where they explain all that is known about the universe to the general public. An example of this would be the Hayden Planetarium uh, and Neil deGrasse Tyson, who we will mention later on, uh, is actually a director there. And astronomers also work in the government agencies, like the U.S. Naval Observatory or National Aeronautics and Space Administrations, a.k.a. NASA. Okay, but what do they do? That's a very good question. Some primarily gather and analyze large quantities of data from observatories and satellites. Usually, astronomers only spend a few weeks every year making observations with telescopes, and they also usually only focus on one area, like the sun or the solar system. Astronomers can also focus on the development of instruments and techniques. So great. We know about astronomers and what they do, but what now? Now let's move on to the types of traditional jobs that employ astronomers. That's great. Who are these employers? The majority of these employers are colleges, universities, national research centers, museums, planetariums, and many others. And side note, some places that don't traditionally employ astronomers are teaching places, but you might need to get your teaching credentials, scientific journals, and other publishers. <clears throat> and oh, also, uh, you'll find, ooh, we're going to mention this later on in the podcast, but I thought I'd say this now. Uh, and that is, PhDs are very, very, very important. They are needed, um, and they look super good on your application. They take a long time to get, but we do recommend you get one. Anyways, now that we're done with that portion, Bob, do you want to lead us into the next topic? 
Sure. Let's take a look at the basic recommendations that you have to do for hell that is high school classes. Students, we recommend you take four years of grueling, horrible math, science, English, and social studies because that has scientific revolutions. Okay, math isn't that bad, okay? It's actually quite fun once you know what you're actually learning. No. In scientific revolution. No. In history, not in math. <laughs> no. So we also recommend you take uh, normal and advanced courses in physics, mathematics, and chemistry, which are the basic foundations of the astronomy field. Yes, sir. And since I be- Ooh. since I want to become an astronomer in the future, I thought I'd share my little science plan for high school. So last year, as a freshman, I took biology. Now as a sophomore, I'm taking chemistry, and next year, I plan on taking physics and astronomy. And then finally, for my senior year, I'm, I'm planning on taking um, AP chemistry or AP physics. I'm not sure if my high school has AP physics, but if they don't, I'll be taking AP chemistry. Now it is time for advice from your high school peers. Numero uno, study hard and make sure to take as many science classes that you, emphasis on the you, are interested in, but are also required. Yes, it's important that you balance out the both. Anyways, number two, look out for internships or take any chance you can get to explore even a little bit into the field that you like. Numero tres, while in high school, read science magazines, Look for any astronomical piece of media you can find and read it to get acquainted with the field and what's new and old in it. I recommend going on Twitter. Twitter is a very good social media app for science and astronomy and all, but please do not get into fights. That's the only thing we recommend you not to do. Go only on there for science. Do not go on there for the fights or the Twitter drama. Twitter can be a war zone. Yes. Yes. Very true. And lastly, number four, once you're unfortunately in college, look out for more internships like astronomy labs, working with professors on research projects, and or completing an undergrad thesis project. Great. Now let's move on to the thing that you're either going to dread or you're going to hate college. So once you're in college, you would need a doctoral degree, which takes three to eight years to take. A doctoral degree consists of four years of bachelor's degree in science, physics, or astronomy, two years of master's degree in science, and three years to complete the PhD program. This is the average route students take in the USA. That is a lot, but worry not, it'll all be worth it once you become an astronomer. It's significant person time. So for today's SPT, we'll be introducing two important contributors to astronomy, Carl Sagan and Neil deGrasse Tyson. One of these significant people that we are talking about are Kyle's, Carl Sagan, <laughs> who, was, who was born on November 9th, 1934. He is a fellow Scorpio. Like me. Yes, and me. <laughs> With Gemini, okay. He was an American astronomer, planetary scientist, cosmologist, astrophysicist, astrobiologist, author, and science communicator. He kept himself busy, that is for sure. 
Sagan's best-known scientific contribution was extraterrestrial life, experiments regarding amino acids and assembling the first physical messages sent into space. These messages were actually the Pioneer Pied and Voyager Golden Record. So Carl Sagan also presented the argument that Venus is extremely hot due to greenhouse effects. He won many awards, such as the NASA Distinguished Public Service Award. In his writing days, he wrote books like Mars and the Mind of Man and Billions and Billions. Carl Sagan died on December 20th, 1996, due to pneumonia. Uh, okay, it's alright. <laughs> alright. Thank you for the very interesting information. Now let's move on to Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay, so before we continue, I would like to say that Carl Sagan was actually Neil deGrasse Tyson's role model and inspiration. Uh, I remember in the show Cosmos, uh, Neil, he mentioned Carl, and <clears throat> I remember he said that uh, as a teenager, he, it was in New York City, and it was a snowy, wintry day, but Carl Sagan came to the rescue, and he invited Neil over, and the two, you know, like, talked, and Neil, you know, he called up his mom or, and stuff. But basically what I'm trying to say is that um, Carl Sagan was Neil's ultimate, like, what's the word for it, guys? Um, role inspiration. Model? Yeah, idol. role model, inspiration, idol, whatever you want to call it. I would be very honored to be eating with him. So we can only hope to have dinner or something with him. Yeah. Anyways. He was very Niall, cool. Yes. Neil deGrasse Tyson was born on October 5th, 1958. He is known as an American astrophysicist, planetary scientist, author, and science communicator. Since 1996, he has been the Frederick R. Rose director of the Hayden Planetarium. Hayden Planetarium, which is located in New York City. He must like the cheesecake. I do like some cheesecake, Bob. Brownie anyway. cheesecake. Brownie cheesecake, to be exact. Oh, that's so delicious. Lime cheesecake. <laughs> Anyways, a well-known book Tyson has written is Astrophysics. Physics for people in a hurry. But that's not it, yo. Uh, um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, he actually released another book in this very dreadful year called 2020. And the book that he wrote is called Welcome to the Universe in 3D, a visual tour. But um, unfortunately, I couldn't really find much about it for some reason. But I'm sure it's out and about. Um, and another book that he wrote is... Or sorry is writing is Cosmic Queries and it will be released in March of 2021. Us book nerds are very excited. <laughs> Anyways, if you want to follow him, his socials are at Niall deGrasse Tyson on Instagram and Neil deGrasse Tyson on Twitter. Neil T. Sun. That's his at. <laughs> so anyways, Neil isn't just known for being a part of one specific thing. He's best known for being part of astronomy as a whole. And like Sagan, DeGrasse has received the NASA Distinguished Public Service Medal. <clears throat> to learn more about astronomy, we recommend checking out the books we mentioned, watching documentaries on YouTube like The Year of Pluto, which is, which is on NASA's channel, and just surfing the internet. 
Thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, um, even though that dark documentary, The Year of Pluto, is like five years old, I think it still has very good information. And um, it's and like a show that you guys might be familiar with, Cosmos is based on an Odyssey, and you guys better be familiar with it because I literally just mentioned it. Um, I suggest checking that out because <clears throat> it is so good. They have animation transitions and they talk about uh, like uh, famous astronomers, kind of like how we are talking about it right now, you know? And they have animation, just super cool transitions and facts about astronomy. And it's just perfect for your astronomy-loving kid. And I also recommend checking out Star Talk. Uh, it's basically a podcast on YouTube with our space boys, Neil and Chuck Nice. Have you guys ever listened to it or watched it? Uh, no. <laughs> Not really. How dare you? But I, you have guys? Heard, I have heard about it, though. Really? No. Okay. And, okay. And we would also like to apologize in advance. We are butchering Niall and Carl's names. We are very sorry. It's Neil. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But <laughs> y'all have to check out Star Talk so good so good and it's funny too so it's kind of like our podcast you know except it's being done by professionals <laughs> okay then <laughs> that was so sarcastic i'm sorry <laughs> moving on it's random fact time here it's random facts time here are 10 interesting and random facts about astronomy <laughs> the earliest astronomers today were butchery of this word. Ptolemy, Aristotle, Astro, Aristotle, 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 Copernicus, Copernicus, and Galileo. Copernicus. And Galileo, which sounds like a ship name between the two premier protagonists. <laughs> okay, please cut her some slack. They are very hard names to pronounce. <clears throat> Moving on. If an astronaut's spacesuit starts leaking, they were they will unfortunately last a couple seconds. Minutes. Min minutes. I said minutes. <laughs> Thank you. Mercury was one of the planets named by the Romans. It was named after the messenger for their gods because of how swiftly it moves around the sun. It moves very fast. Honestly, that is quite an elegant name. Um, Earth's moon is slowly moving away by 3.8 centimeters per year. In the next 20 to 40 million years, Mars will have a ring. We'll all be dead. Isaac Newton, who many know from Newton's Laws of Motion, actually created calculus. Yes, he's created both the things you struggle with. I've been there too, don't worry. You haven't even completed oh. high school geometry yet. What are you talking okay, about? Okay, in two years. <laughs> All right, okay. fine. Okay, Uranus is tilted. We included this because at a time in our lives, we made Uranus jokes too. Right. Um, <laughs> if you were ever to step on the moon, your footprints would be there forever. A total of 500 astronauts from all over the world have gone to space. Three of them did not make it. The last fact 
is not astronomy related, but I oh, and no. Bob thought it was very interesting. Oh no! <laughs> female sharks have thicker skin than male sharks, and male sharks have the tendency to bite their females. Or males, we don't discriminate while mating. Um, Sonia and I disapprove, strongly disapprove. <laughs> All the sources we use will be listed in our Instagram post for this episode. It's asked us in STEM. Go give it a follow or else I will find you. I know where you sleep. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. She doesn't know where you sleep. Yes, I do. No, no, no. But yes, but yes, please do go follow at us in STEM on Instagram. It's amazing. Y'all should check us out. We do meme Monday, you know, posting a meme every Monday. Yeah, like Pabjot said, very funny. Anyways, uh, we would like to thank you all for listening to our very first official podcast. Um, we were quite a mess, weren't we? <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah, we were. But, you know, it's all right. We're only beginners and we're going to improve. And this was quite fun. We hope you enjoyed. And um, in our Instagram please go leave a follow and also if you have any suggestions for improvement go ahead and do that too or you can also leave a comment on youtube our channel name is yes you guessed it us and stem thank you so much bye guys bye guys thank you thank you (laughs) and a very special thank you to our listeners in singapore and germany and of course the usa Thank you so much, y'all. <laughs> Thank you so much. Literally, this is just our second podcast episode, and we already have um, listeners from three different countries. That, to me, is crazy, and it's just so amazing how fast anything can spread on the internet and how fast anybody can access it. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Words cannot express. <laughs> Yes, thank you. It's so crazy that people are actually listening to things that we talk about and things that we are passionate about. Mm -hmm. So thank you for that. I know it means a lot, guys. And make sure you guys stay stay tuned for our other content that we have in store for you guys. Um, It's very exciting. Thank you. Thank you. But before we officially end things, we have some... Bloopers coming your way. (laughs) All right. This is our final goodbye now for today. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye for the second episode. Bye. Bye. Muy bien. Now let's move on to the thing we either dread or... No, it's significant person time. (laughs) Thank you for the facts. That was some very information. (laughs) <laughs> it's okay. We have to start. We have to start all over. I, so I can't. No, we can edit that. <laughs> okay. Actually, you know what? No. Oh, how about we just keep this as a blooper?